0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys. And take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. A Jordan Morris, boy detective. Welcome to Jordan Jesse Go, one and all.
2: <laughs> all of you. 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 You in the hat. You. You in the sneaks. You. Yeah, get over here. Nice you, kicks, buddy. You big lug. Good,
1: good, a good day, and a good warm welcome to each and every one. Uh, that's what Jordan and Jesse goes all about. This is a this is a big tent. It doesn't matter whether you're rich, poor, black, white, what language you speak, mm. what religion you practice. We will, over the course of seventy five minutes or so, alienate you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, we welcome you in. And we drive you away. I will say that I, I liked that you said good day to everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think that I've needed a space now to say that I don't like the idea of people listening to this at night. Oh, really? It seems unseemly. <laughs> I assumed you were going to accuse me of being time of dayist. Oh, no, no, I against those i mean who are listening at i night. i'll I'll accuse myself of the same thing, but okay, I think it's so a founded think I, think this it's is a, a nighttime I think it's think it's a founded prejudice, so you don't want people to listen to the show at night, yeah, I mean, you know that's when bars are open, that's uh-huh. when. That's when cable TV comedians are swearing about the president. I don't like I don't want to be associated with that. Oh, you just don't want to be associated no, with that. No, I don't it's want not this that to be You don't think we can hang. I don't want this to be considered a nighttime entertainment. I like daytime entertainment. Right. I like The View. Right. I like The Chew. Bonnie Hunt show, RIP. Bonnie R. Hunt show, and yep. that's it. Okay. I like re- I like Bonnie Hunt clips on YouTube. Uh-huh. RIP. Right. By the way, Netflix save that. Save the, Bonnie, Save Hunt the show. Bonnie Hunt show. Bonnie Netflix. Hunt show is so fun. Everyone likes Bonnie Hunt. But She's funny. So I want to be. I want people to think of us as kind of an audio version of the Chew, and not. So just what are we talking about? Recipes, food, news.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, yeah. That's what. That's what happens on that show. I think. I think the Chew just got
2: canceled. Oh no! Could chew? we be an
1: audio version of the Doctors? Sure. Which yeah.
2: doctor am I? The sexy one? Yeah. And I'm the old guy. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yeah, well, the silver fox. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I think we both believe in antioxidants, though. Oh, yeah. Blueberries. That That's like us. the only thing I know about health. Sure. Blueberries. Blue- toxins. Acai. Give me more toxins.
1: No, we want less toxins. Jordan. Oh, I don't watch that I show. I hate to correct I don't you. watch that show very closely. Okay. So I, I don't- I just kind have it on in the to contradict or correct you on the, while we're being recorded, Jordan, mm. but- the whole thing is less toxins. Mm. So that's why we more don't- rock,
2: want... More rocksins. <laughs> <laughs>
0: less
1: toxins.
2: good okay. Okay. Daytime only. If you if okay. you got this on at night, switch it off. Wait for wait for God's hour, or just turn on one of those SAD lamps. Mm.
1: You know that gives you full spectrum, or a grow lamp for your from your marijuana cultivation,
2: or a Himalayan salt crystal, <laughs> uh,
1: and just bathe in those full spectrum rays. That will give you a day like experience, okay. no matter what time it is. Some people might work an overnight shift. they they're, they're, they're mm. You know they're watching their Bonnie Hunt clips mm-hmm. three four o'clock in the morning, but right. that's Bonnie Hunt time for them. Gotcha. So they're not out at, they're they're not out smoking reefer's at a jazz club, right? There's like, w- yeah, there's wiggle room with this. Okay. Our guest on the program this week, she is a beloved stand-up comedian and comedy writer. She's a beloved regular guest on this show, and perhaps most importantly, in the current cultural context, one of the stars of the brand new. Smash hit podcast that premieres the day after this show goes live. Bubble. Her name? Eliza Skinner. That's me. Good entrance.
3: Thank you. What do you in? through a through a window? What are you, in show
1: business? <laughs> uh-huh.
3: Yeah. I'm in show business and I travel with my own laughing wall. Have either
1: of you ever done that thing where you
2: run through a banner? Have you ever no. or, or no. tape yeah, and erase no, I wasn't. I wasn't involved in the banner activities in high school. Did you have banners at your high school? There were. Oh yeah, definitely. There were members of my high school who would run through a banner. That was certainly not me.
3: Oh, uh, we didn't. well At my high school, people had sex. Hmm.
1: So, <laughs> right. We uh, right. we did
3: cool stuff. Yeah. So we didn't have banners. Well, <laughs>
1: uh, I guess that was just because of the high school that you went to, Jordan. Because at my high school, us drama students definitely ran through a banner on our way on stage to do the Three Penny Opera,
4: <laughs> <laughs> guys.
2: I I didn't run through a banner or have sex. <laughs>
1: I didn't neither. That's called the V effect, Jordan.
2: Oh, sure. It's a little, little specialty of yeah. Mister Bertolt Brecht, right? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I should start. Maybe I should start setting that up in the boudoir before <laughs> an encounter. Before an encounter.
3: <laughs> no, come on, you're a grown up. All you need cra- is a balloon drop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one.
3: Yay! Do it. Move your legs. Move your legs. Okay. <laughs> what, what? What?
2: Sure. <laughs> we have to we have to finish the act before all the balloons fall.
3: Oh, okay, all right. Well, man, so you got to finish it together. That's very romantic. This is Thank such you. a romantic Thank balloon you.
2: drop. Yeah, you gotta so make
3: no, eye
1: contact, real eye contact.
3: I had assumed there were going to be air horns too, but now I'm thinking maybe no, no,
2: no. air horns. Oh no, old lang syne. Oh. <laughs> 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 That's the.
3: Uh, are these all gold and white balloons?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I have nice. a conductor there. Do you have a toast at the end of every orgasm, Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. It's a champagne toast.
3: Oh, I just have a thank you speech. It's (laughs) mostly about my reps.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody made this possible. Yeah, uh, I got to thank
3: ICM. Uh, Um, Mom.
2: uh, 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 Cody, Becky, go to bed. (laughs) Yeah, anyway. exactly, Eliza. When you were in,
1: first of all, wh- where did you grow up, Eliza?
3: Richmond, Virginia.
1: Richmond, Virginia. That's a it's a beautiful town.
3: Yeah, it's nice. Uh,
1: a weirdly large number of uh, Civil War things.
3: I wouldn't say weirdly. I would say pretty appropriate for oh, it, it yeah. was the former capital <laughs> of the Confederacy. I think just <laughs> to the
4: only to time, my <laughs> chagrin.
1: The only time I have ever been in Richmond was for my cousin's wedding, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is a real." I was just walking around, you know. This is such a beautiful city. Mm -hmm. Like, what a cool, amazing city. But as a San Franciscan who's used to never seeing any Civil War thing,
3: Uh, I was
1: like, there is a Confederate thing everywhere.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, we have this street called um, Monument Avenue with these huge statues. It's also where, like, all the fancy kind of mansion-y houses are uh, that aren't the ones that aren't in the suburb, the ones that, in the city, are all on the street. And these huge statues with Confederate war generals on the top of them and then a- some other different types of huge statues with, like, different people involved in the Confederate army. And, yeah, it's a big bummer. And there are people who are working to take them down. But of course, they're getting a lot of resistance. You know what?
1: I've been working to take them down. Just yourself? I would like to re-erect them Mm -hmm. before NFL games.
3: Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why?
2: USA number one.
3: Mm. Wow. This is such a weird stance from you. I really didn't expect it.
2: USA! What I'm doing is Uh, I'm going to places that still have hard copy media. uh The first couple of... um, you know, the last couple of video store holdouts, uh, Best Buy, mm. and I am just – I am taking – Do you I mean am, hard
3: copy of the, the hard TV copy. show? <laughs> yeah, oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah.
2: Okay. I am taking every episode of hard copy, uh-huh. destroying it.
3: Oh, but, no. Yeah,
2: I'm Sorry. But where are you going to get your
3: cutting-edge tabloid TV news? <laughs> right
2: in my globes that fly I mean, at the screen. Oh yeah. Inside Edition. Oh, that's uh, fair. Okay, sure, yeah, as long
3: know. as you don't destroy the Inside Edition. No, no, no,
2: everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, yeah, what I'm doing is I'm destroying every episode or uh, every DVD of the Dukes of Hazard movie. Oh, okay. Because, mm. Yeah, I just don't. Well, that think... is
3: originally where the Confederate flag came
1: from. Right.
2: Exactly. Yeah. To the best of my knowledge. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Anyway, so yeah, no. if you
1: want to at the buy, end of the day, out. if you want to take a look at the racial strife in America, mm-hmm. try and figure out what is the, or what is the source of this. Mm-hmm. The answer is going to be Jay Chandra Sikar, mm-hmm. director of the Dukes of Hazard movie and guy from Broken Lizard. Mm-hmm.
3: Wow. God, I learn so much every time I do
1: this podcast. You're welcome.
3: Thank you. You are welcome. Thank you. You
1: probably thought America was number three
2: or four coming mm. in.
3: Well, yeah, I, you know, I wasn't sure. Uh, you know, I, I try to check the charts every day. Mm-hmm.
2: And you're a Guam fan. I know this about you. I
3: fucking love Guam. Loves Guam.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. we all. I just like know put it out feel. for parties. We all know <laughs> how you feel. <laughs> are you thinking of a hummus trio? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, like Guam, like when when you yeah, have the like
2: chickpeas that like, you put like them chickpea, in, a, and you've
3: got one that's like kind of there's an thing and so one you like you a
1: spicy. T- it's it's chickpeas. Tahini, olive oil, yeah, a little bit of garlic, a little bit of salt, and and pepper, yeah. And I, then it I depends know. which you can also add things. As you said, you yeah, could yeah, add yeah. a little bit of olives or a little bit of an olive tapenade, mm-hmm,
3: yeah, or or like a you could have like a like a spice. And
1: actually, here's the thing: you can lemon. also make a of, it from. You need a little guys, squeeze I'm of lemon in there for stop. your guam. You can make can I, it from
2: a white yep. bean. Can I have any white bean? You can make a kidney one. Listen, and I don't want. Have you had kidney guam
3: That's more of an El Salvador.
2: I know I'm going to come off as a. Technically, it's Frankenstein's monster kind of guy. Right. And I don't want to do that. But also, you know, I just right, want to make sure. very afraid of fire. I'm very afraid of fire. <laughs> um, and I was just trying to play with that little girl, okay?
4: Right. Uh, I don't know how she
2: ended up in the lake.
3: Uh, I, I believe it, Frankenstein is the scientist.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, sure.
3: The, the guy you're talking about is Adam. Frankenstein's monster was his chicken dinners, right? He was just very bad at making chicken. <laughs>
4: right?
3: Um, uh, no, I. Do, so they would I all do. tease him in the neighborhood, and then he'd be like, "Ah, oh, oh, I just I want to have something besides just Guam at my parties."
2: No. Yeah, again, I think you guys mm-hmm. think things are Guam that are not. Okay, so, so I just let's want
1: cover quick
2: what Guam what is. what Guam is. Uh-huh. So let's say I have a pita bread mm. or yeah. a pita chip. This is not going to be it, mm-hmm. by the way. This is not. I already know this is not it. And I'm at a gathering,
1: or I'm backstage in the green room, and I want a protein-rich snack. No, it's still hummus. It's, it's still a hummus
2: trio. Logi before Jessie, I go on it's a on hummus stage. trio. Guam is a country. I don't now, know how Logi you are, Jordan. I
3: think you are actually getting confused with something else. A, hum, a hummus trio is usually uh, like a like a an upright base. <laughs> um, can I mean, be like like a horn. I think right, you're thinking of
2: the horn. Does be um, be a so I think you're be, thinking of the keys? Brian Setzer Orchestra. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, no, because that's a bunch of uh, like a Brian yeah, Setzer that's Orchestra. Like, that's like a whole like you got carrots, you got um, you got uh, peas, snap peas, you got like little chopped uh, up bits of mm-hmm. broccoli, little, sticks. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole
2: spread. That's a Brian Setzer Orchestra. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> yeah. Guys, just go. You know what? Who am I to say what Guam is? What the Brian Setzer Orchestra? Language only has meaning because we, you know, we give it meaning. Who's yes. Language money is only. Ha- money yes. only has value is because because we say it does. Blockchain. Exactly. Blue to me might not be blue to you. Exactly. So, you know what? Everything's Guam. Everything's a hummus trio.
3: Thank you. I would like $100. <laughs> I'll
2: Venmo you. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse,
1: Go. It's Jordan, Jesse, Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart.
2: Jordan Morris, boy, detective. Uh You know, Jordan? Yes. Stitch Fix mm-hmm. is one of our sponsors on Jordan and Jesse Go this Best week. That's When a problem comes along, you must
1: stitch it? Uh, absolutely. Okay. I'm, okay, here's what happened the other day. What happened? I, I was walking down the street. I was itching my arms. Mm-hmm. And I was shaking uncontrollably. I felt sure. a little bit ill. Maybe <laughs> you should go to the doctor. <laughs> I realized I needed to get my fix. Yeah. Stitch Fix, baby.
2: When a problem comes along. You must stitch it. Uh, Just because a sense of style can be elusive for some doesn't mean it's impossible to attain. Discover the style you never knew you had with a little help from Stitch Fix. Here's what you do, Jesse. What do you do? I've done this myself. This is something that you yourself did, and it's a gosh darn blast. Okay. You go on to the Stitch Fix website. What's that? StitchFix.com/slash JJ Go. Yes, you go to StitchFix.com/slash JJ Go. You fill out some questions about your sizes, your favorite styles, what your budget is, and your personal stylist will hand select five clothing items just for you you send back anything you don't want shipping is free both ways you only pay for what you keep uh get your fix whenever you want or you can receive scheduled shipments it's a lot of fun uh they really send you some cool stuff uh i recommend it when
1: you were talking to your personal stylist by filling out a few Mm -hmm. answering a few quick questions online can i just can i guess what what you put in there please Okay, so my first thought is sensual.
2: (laughs) Sure, yes, yeah. My
1: second thought Uh is leonine. Uh Uh-huh. And my third thought is stank ass.
2: (laughs) Well, those weren't options. I wish they were. Maybe in Stitch Fix 2.0. Right. We can get some of that stuff. Yeah. It was a little more practical than that. Um, Okay. But yeah, what you do is you go to stitchfix.com slash JJGo. You get started now. And if you keep all five items, you'll get 25% off your entire purchase
1: stitchfix.com slash JJGo we've also got a Jumbotron this week from Russell Sprouts Mm -hmm. he's a guy who likes to print t-shirts and he'd like to give away some to Jordan Jesse Go listeners If you'd like to receive one for free, send your information to Russell Sprouts on Facebook. Russell with two S's and two L's. This is strictly a hobby. You will not be asked for money in the future, and your information will not be shared with anyone. First, 100 or so respondents receive a free shirt. Wow. We're just giving away free shirts. Yeah. Now we're just enabling uh, insane millionaires. (laughs) Way to go, Russell Sprouts. Uh, He sent us a couple of shirts, and uh, they had what I would say is a pictograph. Mm Mm-hmm. Depicting the jackoff motion. Well, <laughs> there you go. The, like symbol for jack. Why off, would he send that, that to off? us? Considering yeah. this show. Yeah, we try and keep it clean on Jordan Jesse we sure Go. Sure do. Okay, uh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Love you, love you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's
2: radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Eliza Skinner, sweet little creature of the dark. <laughs> uh, Eliza, do you, do you make it back to Richmond, Virginia a lot?
3: Uh, I try to go a couple times a year because my parents still live there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I just go back and visit them.
1: What's top three things about Richmond, Virginia, accepting your parents?
3: Ooh, okay. Uh, there's a great... There's a great art school there that people don't really know about. It's not like pe- – it's, it's not one of the ones that people think of. But they got a bunch of funding so they have great resources. So people will go to school there. Um, and then when they graduate, it's cheap enough to live there that they just stay and they open up galleries or coffee shops or all kinds of stuff. So there's actually a great art community there. So that. Uh, the river's real cool. Uh, good for tubing. Good for hanging out.
2: God, I want to tube so bad. I've never
3: tubed. When I was growing up, I did, yeah, yeah.
1: I felt like I would enjoy tubing, even as Me a too. non-drinker. Yeah. I think oh, I yeah. still would enjoy tubing. You could do sober
2: tubing.
3: Yeah, just lazing down the river. Come yeah. on, Do you think not? we could
1: start a sober tubing group?
2: Oh, uh, well, you can do that on your own. No way I'm not tubing <laughs> fucked up, buddy. By <laughs> the way, a sober tubing
1: group, uh, that's uh, basically a gamelon, but with the addition of an electric guitar and a traditional rock drum.
3: Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and a squeeze of lemon. <laughs> yeah. Um and the third one would be there are these cookies uh, that are the, – they there's this bakery called Dots that makes uh, rainbow cookies. And then they also make ones with like a dollop of hard icing in the middle of them. Ooh, that's good. What's
1: a rainbow cookie? Is that just a sugar cookie with sprinkles on it?
3: No. It's in the – it's baked into the, the cookie part. The cookie itself, his the, his cookie body is you're, you're, all the colors
2: For the For the folks listening, <laughs> Eliza's making the universal symbol of cookie, which is pinching her hands like crab claws and then unfolding them like angel wings. You know, a cookie. Yes. Pinch, 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 fly. H- Can I tell you guys- His cookie
3: body goes from red bo- to blue.
2: <laughs> I just went to Chicago,
1: Illinois mm-hmm. to do the Judge John Hodgman show. Had a great time. And on the airplane, I watched The Shape of Water, mm-hmm. which I- Oh, I had not gotten a chance to see when it was in theaters. Mm. and um, Did
3: you cry because it was on an airplane?
1: Uh, yes. Okay, good. I just I felt bad for putting it through that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really loved it. Uh, you'll be surprised to hear that this movie that everyone else loved, mm. I also loved. Mm. Uh, I thought it was wonderful. I mean, maybe
2: not No Hellboy 2. Well, sure, but that's, that's, don't hold it to that impossible standard. Yeah. Well,
3: I mean, you know, a, a performer learns about his craft as he grows,
2: and as a fishman right. actor, right, <laughs> right, sure.
3: even that evolves. Sure.
2: Yeah, but I was thinking there was something. Raw about those early Fishman performances, you know, before it got too produced. Yes. yes. You know, yeah,
3: before. And there's some questions I don't need answered. You know, I don't need to know about the, what, the mitochlorians and the, sure. the Dick Flaps, I don't need to know about.
1: <laughs> right. So, sir. okay, so this is the part. So I had, I feel like I had heard a pretty fair amount about this movie going mm. in. This is. I guess it's kind of a spoiler, but at this point, if you're really being defensive about spoilers about this movie that everyone else has seen, just, you know.
3: No, I think you didn't want to see the movie at this point. Yeah. If you haven't seen it by now, you don't want to see it. That's fine. Go see something else. And this isn't,
1: honestly, if you do want to see it, this isn't going to ruin the movie. You've you've heard the rough outlines.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know there's dick flaps already. Mm
1: -hmm. There's a scene when the woman from Happy Go Lucky, What's that woman called? The main woman from uh, the film?
3: Uh, I'm totally come on, I don't,
2: I don't know. I was so lost in the world. I just I forgot that they were actors. Okay, I can't think of the, what the, her name the, is. The
3: Paddington lady.
2: She's for yeah. She's from
1: Paddington. She's from uh, the Mike Lee movie Happy Go Lucky, and she is a delight. Sally, Sally Hawkins. Sally
3: Hawkins. Sally Hawkins.
1: Okay. So Sally Hawkins is walking down the corridor with her friend, and they're talking about fucking a fish. Mm. And there's a part where she does, because her character is uh, unable to speak, mm-hmm. she does a symbol that illustrates the way that the penis comes out. Yes. The fish penis. To me, that was in a, the context of an amazing film, like a film that I really loved overall, straight through. Mm-hmm. Wonderful performances, mm-hmm. be- aesthetically beautiful, very moving. Mm-hmm. The highlight. The highlight was the part where – and the only analogy that I can draw filmically Mm -hmm. to me, to me, the only thing that has moved me so deeply as this hand symbol for the penis coming out of the fish man Mm -hmm. is the scene in the – another film that I really enjoyed, Miranda July's You, Me, and Everyone We Know – where the children poop
3: into each other's butts yeah. devise an
1: emoji forth. that symbolizes poop back and forth forever
3: uh, yeah
1: and those to me are like the kind of i don't think there is an oscar for that but there could be a golden globe for that sure for um, iconography, <laughs> yeah,
3: maybe, yeah, maybe a pair of golden globes and a <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey hello, nurse.
1: Uh, there's something wrong with my lungs. Honk, honk, the traffic lights or something. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, I, um, I, I, f- I feel like both of those cases are uh, situations in which it's like, well, like I feel like the filmmaker is being like, how come there are things that we talk about and things we don't? Like yeah. when we think about all of them. For yeah. sure all the time. Yeah. But we're not allowed to – but some of them are like, bad things. So also, are you I get the suggesting that-,
1: that maybe Miranda July spends a, all of her time thinking about the prospect of poop packing? packing no, but I think she forth. thinks
3: about it just as much as she thinks about the other stuff in that movie. Right. So why be like, that part's off the table? I will say I do think that maybe, maybe Benicio – Benicio, Guillermo del Toro, his cousin
2: I believe, um, a little bit of-
1: Oh yeah I think that's entirely yeah.
2: possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I <laughs> that boys freaky. <laughs> yeah. I I I went to there was a there was a fun traveling exhibition uh uh they had it at the LACMA here where you could like yeah. go through Guillermo del Toro stuff. stuff. <laughs> And he bought, according to a New Yorker article I once mm-hmm. read, mm-hmm. not
1: to self-paradise, but no,
3: acor- I think we all believe that you've read New Yorker articles.
1: <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> uh, but uh, according to a New Yorker article that I once read, he purchased a house upon falling in love with and marrying his wife. He purchased a house to live in so that he could have his other house, which was also a mansion, like mansion-ish house, mm-hmm. just remain. Full of his shit. So, like, rather than winnow or or focus his shit collection.
3: Yeah. Why? Why would you? If you have the money, yeah. why
1: would you? I mean, that's. that's that, sure. I mean, of and course. And you know what? I once I had uh I had Miranda July on uh, Bullseye back probably back in the Sound of Young America oh. days, and guess where I interviewed her? In her house, full of shit. In her house full of her stuff. There we go. That she was then using as an office because she had moved in with her husband. Uh, what's his name? The also very talented film director. Yeah. Very handsome. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Real I've... dreamboat, former <laughs> professional skateboarder.
3: What? Who is this guy? Is he still married to <laughs> her?
1: Uh, he's a guy who directed 20th <laughs> Century Women. What's his name? Mike. Oh, Mike. Uh, yeah. Mike, Mike Mills. Yeah. Uh,
3: I saw him uh, do a Q&A guy. with, uh, with Annette Bening Benning was one of my favorite q and movie
2: QA. I'm a real that. movie
3: Q&A connoisseur.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now what how were the cues during uh, this Q&A?
3: Well, I mean, I have a whole stand-up bit on it uh, about it, so I I, I don't want to, you know, mind that, but what was
2: So Eliza Traffic's weird, huh? <laughs> well, Rob's...
3: it's funny you mentioned <laughs> that. Eliza
1: <laughs> <Jesus>, Traffic. I <laughs> Eliza I Here's hear what you I talk about Q&A. Here's what I sure.
3: Well, I do. Um but I will say about that my favorite part of it was that um he like Mike Mills obviously was excited to talk about his movie, answer questions. But Annette Benning, every she would answer a question as quickly as possible, and then turn the mic off and put it down like under her, on <laughs> uh, her chair underneath mm. her leg. And someone would ask her another question, she'd be like, "Okay, um, yeah, we did wear costumes," <sighs> and like did you could she tell like, she just hated it. And then finally, somebody asked her a question. I think it was like, "Hey, so you guys all seem to like each other? Did the cast?" Like each other? And she was like, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's part of the no, magic. Um, you know,
2: I, I, I haven't said it until now. <laughs> yeah. I hated all these assholes.
3: But she was like, yeah, you know, part of being an actor is, is becoming close with people very quickly when you have a new ensemble, mm-hmm. and, and that's what we did. But I do want to say um, that's my experience of making the movie, and it shouldn't affect your experience at all. Like, you just had your experience. Whatever just happened between you and that movie that's it and is right. And any of these questions or anything like, I, I really don't think that they're necessary or that they should influence you. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, <laughs> 20 minutes
2: in. And she said, Fuck yes, this! yes, yes,
3: yes. <laughs> like, I loved it so much. Wow. Cause I feel like that's,
2: she's yeah, getting into the some truth.
1: some real signifier signified shit. Mm-hmm.
3: It's like, I, I, every time I'm at one of these things, I'm like, what are these for? What are these for?
1: Annette Benning's like,
2: do y'all even Foucault? <laughs> Puts it back.
1: Uh,
2: I also really loved Shape of Water. Thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, really, just up my alley in, in a lot of ways. Um, <laughs> as a man who's horny for fish, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I've uh, yeah. I've seen what's your, your What's your top fish? Like a flounder? <sighs> Boy, I mean flounders are. Real I flat. mean, if it if it's got gills, I ain't kicking it out of bed. <laughs> no, All flounders
3: right. have the roughest uh, the roughest puberty of any animal. I think.
2: Do, do they?
3: Yeah, because a flounder starts like this, like like a regular-looking fish, you know, like flounder yeah. from The Little Mermaid. Yeah. And then when get, they go through puberty, their weird stage is that their eyeball moves from one side of their head oh to God. the other side. So
1: they can flatten out.
3: Yeah, so they can flatten out and then be on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So, like, boo-hoo to your m- middle school boners. This is an eyeball migrating to the other side of a head. Sure, I would much well, rather have you're... a surprise period
2: than an eyeball move. <laughs> well, and when you're perfectly flat, your boners are so much more apparent. Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. That, that was—honestly,
2: d- uh, you know, people talk a lot about this, like, what was your
1: favorite episode, so on and so forth. My favorite episode of Blossom was the one where Flounder, mm-hmm. uh, his eyeball went to yeah. the top of his head. the
3: very special episode, yeah. yeah. Also, they are hideous once that happens because there's <laughs> not sure room are. for both eyes. It's sure. just like, like they both are <laughs> mushed over, yeah.
2: Well, as someone who's horny for fish, I'll disagree. I think they're beautiful. Oh, think they're They're dirty. beautiful, whether Ugh. they're flat,
1: Are you horny round. for
2: a guild— Creature
1: like uh, what's that thing called? Like a shoquattle? What called? Like I a mean,
2: salamander with gills. Oh, I, I I I can't picture this creature, but I'm going to go ahead and say yeah. It's real pale, and it only lives near Mexico City. What's this thing called? Jonathan? <laughs> yeah, Jonathan, your yeah. ex boyfriend, Mexican Jonathan. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I will say I uh, I really really liked Shape of Water, but had a visceral reaction to the cat death. Oh. and it almost turned me against the movie. I'm well, like,
3: I felt like that was an important thing that it was like this is, you know, it's like the same it, same way that kids will be like, like like in in um uh that what was the was the tiger in the boat movie?
2: Uh Life of Pi.
3: Life of Pi, when the the lesson at the beginning was like you you want to hug the tiger, you can't. That's mm. not it's an it's a wild thing and it doesn't belong in that situation and that was what that the cat move was for and like, i understood this is not... i
2: understood the storytelling device but couldn't it have killed a less appealing animal
3: yeah yeah like a oh, just
2: like maybe me. it could have killed an axolotl sure
1: yeah axolotl that's one i was oh, talking
3: yeah, about oh yeah he's a cutie guys, come right? on don't kill him he oh, looks like a little pokemon I got feather, <laughs> i've got feathers on my head yeah. I, um, my feelings on Shape of Water, uh, I enjoyed it and recently did a Shape of Water the musical for The Late Late Show. Oh, okay. I wrote. And those... With Jimmy Corden? Yeah, with the old Jimmy C. Um, and they have to be so quick that we had to cut half the song and I was on the road when they were doing it because I don't work there anymore. They just like do some of those bits, like the musical bits they call me for. And, um, the part of the song they cut out was the dick flap references.
1: Mm. And I was like,
3: what? I'm that's sorry. the comedy to leave in. Yeah. People want the dick flap.
1: Can I suggest something to you? Mm. I don't know if you've thought about taking a keyboard with you on the road, mm-hmm. but I think that's an evergreen bit that I think will really help you in your road work. Uh, w- the second verse. of So you could play.
3: <laughs> Just the second <laughs> verse. Right?
1: Well, I, what I'm suggesting is you, you have them play the first half, which is, Corden and Well, you know, it's
3: Corden and Audrey McDonald, which I don't totally want to follow.
1: Right. So it's Corden, it's Corden and Audrey McDonald. Mm-hmm. They sing the first verse. Mm-hmm. And the crowd is loving it. Mm-hmm. They're going ape shit. Mm-hmm. Every single person at the University of Iowa.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, you know my crowds. Is
1: <laughs> flipping the fuck out. Mm-hmm. They're like we love we love Audrey. We love Jimmy, mm-hmm. Jimmy C. Mm-hmm. We love this whole thing. We love his accent. We love that mm-hmm. they're singing on TV. It's like, what is this? Mm-hmm. We love the shape of water. We love fucking fish, the whole nine mm-hmm. yards. And then you say, but wait, there's more.
4: <laughs>
1: and you do the sign for, for, for the penis claps. emerging, mm-hmm. the dick flap sign. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe you play the clip of, the, of, of, of her friend going like, what Even it? when it's smooth down there, Yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah. I really enjoyed as well, mm-hmm. and then you you get on the keyboard, you know, sort of like Craig Robinson, mm-hmm. yeah, you see, just I knock don't, it out.
3: I don't, I don't play keys. Okay, I mean, you could learn for this bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is a surefire. This could be your closer.
3: I feel like you just want me to play this for you. <laughs> yeah.
1: Eliza,
2: don't listen to him because <laughs> I started traveling with drums because he insisted I do my whiplash bit. Oh, uh-huh. right. <laughs>
3: and now— Because you had to— Well, weren't you traveling with the whole hummus trio for a while?
2: Now, again, I think I don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, Jordan, I was- with spicy. Look at the success that I've had mm-hmm.
1: since I start since I hit the road with 76 huh. Mm-hmm. Sure.
3: Yeah, I feel like you could have at least thrown a different type of horn in there for some of them, but— <laughs>
1: Yeah. How
2: do you think I'm supposed to lead a big parade if I don't have the trombones?
3: Well, uh, okay, fine, I guess.
2: You know, it used to be saying not my tempo would just always get a laugh. Mm-hmm. Now nothing. Mm-hmm. I, ain't getting, I ain't getting shit from it anyway. <sighs> well, you got to go back to your crash material. <laughs> right, exactly.
3: Well Crash the movie?
2: Yeah, Crash the Movie. Which
3: Crash the movie? The sex but movie? He's got or the some race from, one? Some from both.
2: Okay. I so, have a I have a I have a fun bit where I confuse Crash, the Cronenberg movie. uh uh-huh. Uh Crash the one that solved racism uh-huh. and the uh, crash, the classic Dave Matthews Band, album.
3: Oh,
4: and I kind of yeah. match
2: him up in a really fun way, and it's yeah. never been hotter. Cool. Yeah. So he he'll, so he plays
1: keys,
3: uh-huh.
1: and he'll he'll get. He's classically trained, not unlike Alicia Keys. Sure, 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 sure. By sure. the way, have you ever gotten that reference in her name? What? So Alicia Keys. Yeah. And she guess what she plays?
3: The piano.
2: Yeah. What's on a piano? Notes. Right. What makes the notes? Oh the Playing lacquer. Them. You the lacquer. You spread the lacquer on the piano. Yeah. yeah, well I mean it's lacquered,
1: but that's not what I'm So what I'm saying is Alicia Keys mm-hmm.
2: is her uh-huh. name.
1: Uh-huh. Keys. Uh-huh. It's like a stage name. I oh,
3: don't think that's okay. I... Oh, okay. Is she from Florida?
2: Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's funny. Exactly. I do get it. She's known for moving weight.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: And she also and this is a funny and you a know, kilo kind of a double. Of a double. I kind of <laughs> get the um she also wrote the classic local jingle keys, 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 keys on Van Nuys.
3: Oh, all right, all right. You'll nice. hear that a lot yeah, if you're yeah, listening yeah, to the radio. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: about the local car dealership. Yeah. So what Jordan does in his act mm. is he comes out he plays a little intro, kind of Liberace style. Well, of course, he puts his candelabra on top of the keyboard first. Yeah,
3: because otherwise it'll be under and it'll burn his legs. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and he's he learned that lesson the
2: hard way.
3: <laughs> I know. I've seen his legs.
1: Yes.
2: They're gross. <laughs> <laughs> they're so gross. And they're covered in wax. <laughs> yeah. Scalds.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So All he the comes skin's out.
1: He off. Plays a little bit. He sings what the first verse. Mm-hmm. Racism isn't white people's fault, and it's been solved.
4: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Second verse is just Crashing into You by the Dave Matthews mm-hmm. Band. Mm-hmm. You've got your ball, you've got, you've got yeah, your yeah. Oscar.
3: <laughs> oh, that's the transition moment? Yeah. Right. Okay.
1: And then the, the final verse
3: mm-hmm.
1: is about fucking car wrecks. Mm-hmm. Huh. And that's the crowd favorite, I would say. Wow. Because who hasn't had that thought? It's just like Miranda July with the poop. Sure, yeah.
3: Yeah. I feel like, I'm so, so shocked. I've known you for so long and never known that.
1: Yeah. I mean, have you ever gone
2: to see his act?
3: No, I won't see my friends perform. Oh, but that's why. I mean, you're
2: on the comp list every night.
3: Uh, You and my estranged father,
2: I put you on the list. (laughs) Hoping you'll show up. There's a little reserved marker in two seats right up front. Pretty busy. No, I get it. Why do you keep RSVPing?
3: Oh, I love RSVPing. <laughs> okay. it is fun. It's my favorite.
1: Uh, you'll do anything that anyone says, save who played.
3: Yeah, yeah, I feel so French, <laughs> yeah. so, like, continental, mm. you know? Mm,
1: like, enough.
3: I'm wearing a little beret, and, yeah. I, and, I, and my hair just dried that way, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just perfect.
2: It is amazing that we, we all think of that movie as the fish dick movie. Mm-hmm. Right. And you don't even see the fish dick. That hand motion is so evocative. Yeah. yeah, So potent. That yeah. one moment where you feel like you've been, you know, slapped with fish dicks for two hours. You haven't even – you haven't seen Fish Dick 1. Yeah. Anyway. Now, the power yeah, of storytelling.
3: Well, and it, it – I, th- I think we've all heard that you know, the, the, the most – uh, thrilling and anticipatory movies mm. save the monster right for like halfway through sure yeah this one you never even see the monster because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that's a monster dick yeah. <laughs> right? yeah yeah you can fuck across the room with that
2: fish dick <laughs> 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 he's in the atlantic he's fucking in the pacific yeah that's right that's, that's right that fish dick. ocean to ocean dick <laughs> do you
1: guys think he has issues with that fish that swims up inside the dick
2: i mean i think he's probably into it
3: yeah issues oh, really? I mean I, clearly they they've definitely had some conversations. <laughs> sure uh who knows, maybe a relationship, maybe just some fun nights,
2: yeah, oh, mm-hmm. I mean again, and he can't you can't lock down the fish man, he's just so busy, yeah, he's yeah, so yeah, busy Yeah. yeah, yeah. And- uh, Listen, you're a great urethra fish. And yeah.
3: No, it, and it's not about you. And, it's oh, not about have you. I've more time. It's not about I just, you know. just
2: need more time. Yeah. Guys. Also,
3: uh, I, I, the, he like, has been like talking to the, this other fish from a long time ago, and they still haven't figured stuff out, sure. so he wouldn't want to make it It's unfair to urethra you, fish. urethra yeah. fish. Yeah, until he like knows what's going on, because do so you, much respect. And so much respect
2: for stuff. the urethra
1: fish. Yes. Do you think he's ever fucked a whole flock of piranhas?
3: No, but I bet he's watched videos online.
1: Yeah, sure. It seems like it. Why do we focus so much on the dick? Mm. When I um, know for a fact, because I saw it in the movie, that there's a reason they call him the asset.
3: Oh.
2: Oh, sure, sure, sure. Um. Y- yeah. What about y- them cakes? I, so, yeah, so sure. You're
3: asking why why we don't see him poop?
2: Yeah, back and forth forever.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know. Maybe ratings. Yeah. Maybe like it would be they they wanted it to be something that kids could see, and that's too sexy. That's right. True. Yeah. To watch a fish. And I guess you want to you want
2: to sell the you want to sell the Blu-ray with
3: mm-hmm.
2: with more. Yeah, fish you need pooping. extras.
3: But, I mean,
1: what yeah. what kid hasn't seen a fish pooping in an aquarium? That's mm-hmm. all fish do is that they is swim true. around with a string of poop. Well, maybe them.
3: that's. I mean, we know that takes a long time, so maybe they just had to cut it for time. That would right. have been like a like a forty-five minute shot. It would add a lot just, of
2: continuity problems. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I think I, I do think you were absolutely right when you said Guillermo del Toro's probably got some shit that we don't know. Like I bet yeah. there is a version of that movie that if you you know come to his house and. Sit on his yeah, Sasquatch.
3: Like, Do you want to see the? <laughs> you want to see the?
2: Words <laughs> Would you like to see the pooping scenes? What? <laughs> no, I'm just your postmates. What about what about the
3: Blade Two pooping scenes? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm just your Postmates guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, chill out, chill out. Yeah, have, have a seat on the Sasquatch. <laughs> you <laughs> remember Blade Two? <laughs>
1: Do you think that the whole the whole reason he made Pacific Rim was because he'd always wanted to see Idris Elba fuck a fish? No, oh, yeah, I bet. And that's in the... just on the Blu-ray. We, we, it's like not many people buy the Blu-ray yeah, anymore. That's the
3: thing. All of his extras from every movie have been people pooping and fucking fish <laughs> and robots and robots. And so it's it's not a shock that he built up to this movie.
2: I will say that if I have read the original draft of Pacific Rim and mm-hmm. the the. Pacific, Rim, Pacific Rim job. It does not refer to an oceanic <laughs> occurrence. Uh, okay. It is not the ocean is not even a part of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it's just <laughs> robots eating ass. Can you believe that when we're
1: on Mike, we're yeah. talking about this literally? The second the microphone turned off, we had a nice conversation about Mister Rogers. Yes, it's An true. Actual nice
2: conversation about Mister Rogers. I'm I mean, and I think we all agreed, "Daddy Thick," right?
3: Nope, I can't go there. <laughs> yeah,
2: no, I know I, we shouldn't. <laughs> no, it was wrong. I didn't like it when I said it. I'm sorry <laughs> that I said "Daddy Thick" about no. Mister Rogers. <laughs> no, no, you should have no. been saying it
1: about Music Man Stan or oh,
3: Mister sure. uh, uh, X, the the Owl, X, oh, X the, the Owl, owl like. Yeah, he,
2: yeah, daddy, he, he shirt. Said, yeah, yeah, Daddy. Sure, yeah, he can get it. <laughs> that owl can get it.
3: <laughs> we're the, wait, were the owl and the, never? No, they weren't. Okay, never we did. We
1: know what the people want. You thinking that X the owl and Henrietta Pussycat were?
3: I think they might have been a couple. I think they might have been one of those progressive ones that get mm. the, get homes next to each other, so they each have their own space
1: right. for their own shit. I have to say yeah. that watching Mister Rogers as an adult, which I have a pretty fair amount. Mm-hmm. um... I am pretty uncomfortable with how attractive I find Lady Elaine. Lady Elaine.
3: Yeah, she lives in a museum. Wait, she's no, not Lady
2: Elaine.
1: No, not yep. Lady Elaine. No, I get it. No, you I said it.
2: it. Stick to it. I yes, it. and Jesse, stick yeah. to your guns. She's your what's type. The, what's she lives sh- in?
3: She's she she has a lot of opinion. She lives in a museum. That's she what we all you know want. she's clearly keyed into the arts.
1: What? Okay, so I have some thoughts about Lady Elaine that I'd like to share in a minute. But what's okay. Lady Aberlin, mm-hmm. Lady Aberlin, the human woman, is yeah. a very beautiful woman. Which you know, I, who cares when you're a, a child? You, you don't care.
3: I think you do. Maybe when I was a kid, I, if if they had put an ugly woman in, or an ugly man, an ugly anybody, I would have been like, no, thank you. I have standards. I would like pretty people only.
1: Show me the
2: scales. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, Mr. Hooper, do mm-hmm. a sit-up.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would turn off the TV when, like, neighborhood friends who were not smoking hot came yeah, over. Yeah, thank you. I would be like, nope, I'll I'll be back when you show me how to make a crayon. This is disgusting.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, come on, Mr. Hooper, you're appearing on camera mm-hmm. with Cookie Monster. Yeah. And we all know, Daddy Thick. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Cookie that Monster. one I don't mind. <laughs> no, yeah. That's kind of fun, right? Although, Lady Eberlin, mm-hmm. though, is a beautiful
1: woman. Mm-hmm. And it terrifies me. And apparently George Romero— Do Ramero, beautiful women always terrify you? No, it just terrifies me in the context of the land of make-believe. Okay. <laughs> I don't think sexuality is really part of the land of make-believe necessarily. Jesse, well, I was and
3: King Friday has a son and a wife. I mean, how'd the son show up?
1: I mean, I just always thought a stork—
3: Oh, okay. Where do kids mm. come from? I oh, mean, boy, Jesse.
1: I have three kids. Oh, no. How many kids do you have, Eliza? Uh, I don't have any. Okay, so I have three kids. Right. And sexuality has never been part of my Je- life. Je- I
2: believe that. Do you think? <laughs> I think it's maybe time to have the talk with Jesse. Uh-huh. Okay. When, right. um, when a when fish a chick- loves a woman. <laughs> I was going to say, when a chickpea <laughs> loves an olive tapenade. <laughs> going back oh, to the hummus. So no, sorry. no, that's okay. Yours was good too. I don't want to say uh, it was good. I just wanted to let people know that I had a different one. Yeah. But can I, share, can I share something non-sexual about Lady Elaine?
3: No! no! <laughs> it has to be sexual. You can, but I'm going to picture her in a bikini the whole time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so Lady Elaine has a very distinctive look. Mm-hmm. I think we can agree on that. In a very distinctive manner.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And one of the most important Family members that I had in my life, besides my parents as a kid, was my mom's sister Gail, mm-hmm. who it wasn't is. Was and is uh, I love her very much, but wasn't is a very intense woman mm-hmm. with very short, at the time, blonde hair. Sometimes it would be crazy colors, mm-hmm. but uh, usually blonde hair and a thin build. And I absolutely th- thought, do you know how like reality. Like, you really have a hard time picking out reality from mm-hmm. stories when you're
3: sure.
2: younger than five or six.
3: Mm-hmm. Like That's I, why they have a lot of rulings on uh, commercial breaks on cartoons.
2: Yeah. I couldn't figure— I thought my dad was a Transformer until I was 12. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I couldn't figure out— uh, Then
3: you realized he was just a car?
1: <laughs>
2: yes, yeah. <laughs> my daddy the car.
1: <laughs> I couldn't figure out which was the real Mr. T. Mm-hmm. You know, A-team, professional wrestling— public appearances or
2: cartoon serial the serial confused you
1: and I absolutely thought Lady Elaine was my Aunt Gail Uh, and I couldn't figure out why she was a puppet or why they called her a different name
3: I thought my pediatrician was Phil Donahue Uh,
2: that is what most pediatricians look like.
3: It was, yeah. Uh, yeah, when I was, w- whatever, like four years old, I couldn't tell.
1: Yeah, honestly, I always thought your pediatrician was Sally Jesse Raphael, so well, that I understand is where, where, I, where you're coming
2: from.
3: Yeah, that, that is where I got all my style choices. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I did have my braces put in by Le- Ricky Lake, though, the actual <laughs> okay. Ricky Lake. Oh, oh well. Yeah. You know, For she- a segment? Uh, no, just, uh, just for fun. Oh, okay. Just for fun. She, she was yeah. this when she
3: had her talk show, or was this more like a uh, crybaby era? Yeah, this was, no,
2: this was on the set of hairspray. Okay, all
3: right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she later. She was later... A, a teen, teen orthodontic prodigy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she only really
1: abandoned oral health care after she started getting that daytime money. Oh, mm-hmm. I had no idea. Which, by the way, is what we're
2: shooting for on Jordan Jessica. Are you? Jordan's made that very clear. Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah. do you have
3: some? Do, do a show kind of like The Chew?
2: Yeah, I mean, God, or maybe the doctors. Sure, I mean, now that apparently the chew's off the air, there's a void. Mm. Yeah, we'll fill it—a gaping maw, if you will. Sure, a mouth that yeah. needs the, the <laughs> chomp. Maybe. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Like a chomp. Yeah, the nom mm. kids mm. will like that. And I mean, no part of my life is sexual,
1: but I do love to masticate. <laughs> Mm.
2: oh boy oh, wow. okay. oh boy
1: Guy. <laughs>
2: that's where we draw Guy. the line <laughs> something that sounds like masturbate uh-huh. boy the, yeah, I remember the like the the time in like you know junior high when you discovered the words that sound dirty but aren't uh-huh. masticate epidermis. Oh, uh-huh. epidermis your
3: epidermis is showing yeah
2: and then <laughs> then you really fucking freak people out oh mm-hmm. it was great yeah. I love to freak out the norms. Yeah, me too.
3: Yeah. I mean, I could tell from your face tattoos.
1: Yeah. I love to, I love to upset the squares. And, of course, well, the face tattoos are more of a tribute to uh, my favorite rapper, which is Every White Rapper Now?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. I just had, I do what the voices in my head tell me to tattooed on my chest because uh-huh. I was wearing out my T-shirts. Yeah. so mm-hmm. I can understand that. Mine says,
1: keep Austin weird. <laughs> sure. <laughs> And I don't visit that often, but I was worried about, you know, right, like if I, what if I lost the t shirt or.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, my favorite cities are always all the, the cities that have the keep the city weird t shirts at the airport.
1: I love that. Yeah. I love that. Uh, my back says no shirt, no shoes, no problem. Nice. Uh, That's because I don't usually wear a shirt because I got the shirt right there on my chest. So Uh, I don't want to hide that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a few shirts with windows.
3: Is there a – On my tits, I have a a Tweety Bird on one and the other one says, what tattoo?
2: (laughs) is there a reverse campaign make this city weird make there should be Tempe there's a weird? lot of
3: cities that could use some weird they
2: could use a little weird it. Uh, san diego
3: in. time to get a little weird yeah you know hey I'm san saying?
2: diego uh not weird enough
3: not weird enough at all
1: there's a marketing campaign mm-hmm. uh that i often see in the pages of the new yorker mm-hmm. oh wow sure, okay sure. Um, no one's surprised yeah uh that is, is like pictures of people enjoying nightlife and then the slogan is DC cool oh. um it's like a it's like a campaign to get people to visit Washington DC
3: have you ever been to DC during non-business hours <laughs> yes it's it's a zombie movie without zombies <laughs> so like <laughs> it's completely deserted it, there's a chill in the air i do not believe any <laughs> <laughs> There's so, any D.C. cool.
1: My mom is from Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. and all my mom's family lives in the – besides this one sister, uh, live uh, Lady Elaine, mm-hmm. uh, live in the Washington, D.C. Metroplex or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And so a few in northern Virginia, a few in mm-hmm, D.C., mm-hmm. you know, so on and so Maryland. forth.
3: Maryland, yeah.
1: And – not Maryland,
3: no. Oh, well, that's what part you, of it. What do you okay. think? Okay. Right, I'm just saying. What do you think?
1: Uh, I got relatives in Tacoma Park. I, I
3: don't mm-hmm. know. College Park? I don't know. <laughs>
1: Anyway, uh, I spent a lot of time in Washington, D.C., two mm-hmm. summers there. Mm-hmm. I love Washington, D.C., sure. sincerely. like I yeah. think it's such a cool, wonderful city.
3: The mall.
1: Yeah. like the Honestly. The museums. The The mall and the museums. I fucking love them. Me too. I, I think they're
3: – Oh, you'd think I didn't go there every year growing up on field trips? Y- you'd think I didn't think the Aaron Space Museum was named after someone lame- named Aaron – Space,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Air and Space Museum. Yeah. yeah, I always thought the Air and Space Museum was my aunt Gail. Oh, okay, a, yeah, yeah. So I love Washington D.C. and I, I have hardly an ill word to uh, to describe it uh, because it's a very close to my heart place. Yeah. However,
3: it's not hopping. Those after ads hours. are the
1: least convincing <laughs> advertisements. <laughs> it should just have like three. <laughs> Three sad political interns mm-hmm. and like a creepy right. lawyer hitting on them. Yeah, sure.
3: Yeah, it, it's yeah. Or it should it should have like an arrow pointing to Northern Virginia. Yeah, being like we're here. Actually, <laughs> that's where we go to hang out.
2: At Washington D.C. We still have a couple of Bennigans? <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, Washington huh. D.C. We mean Arlington.
2: <laughs> yeah, I do. Right. I I visited Washington D.C. for the first time not too long ago and was really Really amazed at the America feelings it made me have. That America shit fucking works. I don't know. That's something. Great monuments. Yes. Oh, the monuments. Very tight.
3: And those are great after dark because ooh, I love a lighting designed monument. Sure. Mm -hmm. Pinpoint lights just so here and there. I would say maybe my favorite one would be the uh, the Korean monument, Korean Mm. War monument, at night.
2: I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, it's cliche, but just the, <laughs> sorry, I. know where are you going with this? You can't I,
3: even get there. You I know. You can't even get sorry. there.
4: My Jordan. favorite was
2: the Lincoln Memorial because Daddy Thick. Anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I, I mean, you
3: should try the, uh, the Roosevelt Memorial.
2: Oh yeah? Yeah. Why?
3: Cause, uh, he's in the wheelchair and he's got the dog oh, yeah, and his sure, sure. Daddy Thick. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Funny every time. Jordan. Maybe not once. Did you get a chance to see the Washington Monument? I, I didn't. Uh, I, oh. I missed it. I actually, I was, I was, you know, busy with other stuff. So and I, I wasn't really like I was looking at my feet a lot. So I never noticed it. So, mm. do you have any uh, observations about it? I mean, Daddy thick. Oh! <laughs>
1: We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica.
5: (laughs) Friendly Fire is a war movie podcast, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't listen to it. Boy, I'll say. You know, a lot of people, Ben and Adam, might not initially watch a war movie podcast. What's in it for me, they say. Yeah. I'll tell you what's in it for you. What's in (laughs) it for you is a biting socio-political commentary,
2: uh, scattered dick and fart jokes.
5: (laughs) And a lot of history. Like, there's the depicted wars, but also the history of the time period that these films were made and released. They're very telling. So download Friendly Fire every Friday from your favorite podcatcher. Or MaximumFun.org.
3: Friendship is tough, especially when you're constantly slaying carnivorous hell beasts bent on your destruction. Hey, make sure to clean the tub. I might actually need to shower today. Oh, don't give me that. You've been wearing the same pair of track pants since Tuesday? I mean, they still have the size sticker on the leg. Yeah, yeah, I do. Well, still, I was thinking today might be the day. Yeah, yeah. Ah, it's still alive! Uh, I don't have any weapons! Get it with the shower head! Uh, Shit. My burrito got some gunk on it. But that's just Fairhaven. We make it work. Bubble, the sci-fi comedy from MaximumFun.org. Just open your podcast app and search for Bubble.
1: It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective.
3: Eliza Skinner, a sweet little creature of the dark.
1: Wait a minute, Eliza, aren't you one of the stars of the hit podcast Bubble?
3: I am. Doesn't that premiere this week? It does. I think tomorrow. If you're listening the day that this one comes out,
1: what an exciting project! If only I was a professional interviewer, so I could think of a question to ask you
2: about it.
3: Oh, I've never thought of you as one, so don't worry.
2: Okay, <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> you're you're a sexless. Man who never interviews. There's two <laughs> things we know about Jesse.
1: Eliza, would you like to tell us a little bit about your character on the show?
3: Uh, yeah, my character is um, kind. She's a kind of kind of not quite a burnout, um, but uh, a kind of layabout-ish. Uh, pan- she's definitely.
1: I think she's on the edge of burnout. She's sure. sort of she's- like in the in the limit between burnout and yeah. And she's active the type of girl young person who
3: wakes up with pizza in her hand.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, there you go. You um, painted a picture.
3: Thank you. And she is uh, she's pansexual and um, active <laughs> at it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's a dealer. She's a drug dealer. So she's uh, she's a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. This, uh, Liza, you were so so funny in this. Well, uh, thank you. I will I will say probably riffed some better lines than were in the scripts. <laughs> uh, so
3: thank you. I tried to. Um, to stick to the script, but then also offer some, some riffs. One of my, uh, That's why
2: you work with Skinner.
3: Well, thanks. Um, one of my favorite things ever, when I first moved to L.A., I got to go to a table read for an old show called uh, Alan Gregory. Oh, yeah, sure. I had a friend who was a writer mm-hmm. on it. And one of the stars of it was French Stewart, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and every, there were all kinds of comics French involved. French Stewart, who,
1: who listeners would know from the Goofy Roofers. Yes, yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, And there were all kinds of comics involved in the show, and they were all riffing and raffing off the the script. Yeah, (laughs) they loved the raff. They were were switching it up. They were adding things. They were missing words and, you know, grasping for the funny, grabbing for that funny. Mm -hmm. And French Stewart did not change a single fucking word and was hilarious. Mm. And it was, it like really felt remarkable to me. And I was like, oh, that is. That's a pro if you can take what's actually on the page and make that really funny. Yeah, we tried I can't to do get, it I had to We it. <laughs> yeah, no no hey I get. I
2: appreciate it I appreciate it <laughs> but that's it, the like in my mind with that <laughs> but you aspire to that someday to that French Stewart yeah. level of professionalism yeah, um, yeah no uh, the show's really fun we're super proud of it uh, it's uh if, if, if you haven't heard the pitch it's a it's a sci-fi comedy if you like it if you like a little Buffy and a little Portlandia mm-hmm. mixed together I think you're gonna enjoy this mm-hmm. there's um,
3: monsters there's fighting there's jokes I think with most of the fighting scenes like we would have to make sounds like we were punching yeah. or getting Efforts, punched yes yeah and that i i feel like it did struggle with a little bit that most of my fighting sounds were like ow stop it
2: ow punch <laughs> punch ow a, a ow Fight's happening hey, now wait a minute <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just ex- yeah just words yeah. exclamations yeah, exactly. hold up wait
1: a minute <laughs> let me put a punch up in
3: it yep yeah i'd be like ah oh, my neck my back <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh boy don't punch me two more times (laughs) in two more two different places
3: exactly this is for kids
1: that's an example of the kind of enhancement that a skinner brings to a project (laughs) the show is not for kids Mm -hmm. yeah not for kids. Yeah, uh, no. not for
2: kids. Yeah, it's out there. It's out there, June thirteenth. So the day after you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, the first day it comes out. Uh, is it
3: all coming out at once, or are you rolling it out? It that is one a
2: not. week. One a, a week. week. Ooh. Cliffhangers.
3: Ooh, people gotta wait for the, yeah. for the next info. F-
2: fan, fan theories on Reddit. This is it's gonna. We're gonna. We're filling the Westworld void. Mm-hmm. We want. Will you to th- they? Sim-
3: Won't they?
1: Sure. We didn't want to symbolism. It, we didn't want to put it all out at once because we wanted to give it a little bit of time for it to breathe and for it to find its audience, mm-hmm. especially Jordan's a strange dad.
3: Yeah. Just, Has he RSVP'd for it?
2: No, I'm, I'm just mailing, a, I'm mailing him a, um, a thumb drive with the latest episodes. Oh, I'm okay. just writing daddy on an envelope and right. throwing <laughs> it into a pond. <laughs> in...
3: I think if you put, usually if you put mail, it, if you mail something that just says daddy on it, they, it does, they, they end up delivering it to uh, James Brolin, so it'll get there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh good, another thumb drive. <laughs> 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 is mean, this how I talk. <laughs> <laughs> I <might> think <make> so.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: to be clear, Jordan usually tosses it into a pond, and the reason that he usually tosses mm-hmm. it into a pond is he's not a hundred percent sure, but he's pretty sure his
2: dad is a bullfrog.
3: I was gonna say because it's not easy being green. Is that <laughs> right? But,
1: yeah, you
2: know, yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm taking into account my own neck sack and assuming that my dad is a bullfrog. Anyway. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. I, I don't try to take weird, into but, account I mean, my my neck. <laughs> My rear sure <laughs> back here, yeah. my neck sack, and yeah. my crack. Yeah.
3: Well, oh, oh, you cleaned it up for kids. Yeah. Is that part of your uh, your children's album? Yeah, Jesse uh, has his
2: own kids' but, bop line.
3: Yeah, I, super dirty hits for kids. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh, I got a
1: whole um, series of. Uncle oh, Luke me so happy.
4: <laughs> oh, oh, me so happy.
3: <laughs> oh
1: boy. <laughs> oh, that's why she's the premier musical uh, improviser in America today, Eliza Skinner. Uh, wait, thank you. Thank you. Um, when something momentous happens to you, like your new favorite podcast is released on June 13th, mm-hmm. we ask you to call us at 206-984-4FUN for our segment Momentous Occasions. Here's the first call. Hi, Jordan. Jesse go. Um,
5: I uh, uh, found a pigeon that was sick. Um, and over the past couple of weeks, I've been nursing them back to health, uh, giving a little water and a little peanuts. And uh...
1: can you pause this? Is there any evidence that what a sick pigeon needs is a little water and some peanuts?
2: Yeah, that is a that is an odd that is an odd assumption to make.
3: I, I mean, why, why not? What's better than a little water and peanuts when you're not feeling good?
2: No, that's... I mean, I would maybe birdseed? I don't know. Water, I guess. Really? That's what you want when you don't feel good? Oh, yeah. Here, here's what I want. It. Here's how I want it. I and want I'm... honey
3: roasted peanuts and a little bit of water <laughs> and some episodes of Botched.
2: When I'm feeling sick, what I like to do is I like to get an old um, paper towel tube, <laughs> cardboard tube, spread it with peanut butter. Hey,
1: Eliza, it's pronounced Bosh. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> you roll that in birdseed and you just take it to bed with you. Oh. <sighs>
3: Yeah, I don't know. That sounds, sounds to me like it's for the birds.
2: <laughs> <laughs> scanner, Very scanner, nice. Very scanner nice. Wait, no, don't pick up my chair. No, stop it, stop it. <laughs> <Not fun. laughs> there you go. I was gonna say, stop singing that Jewish song, <laughs> but I, I couldn't think of having to do it. But,
3: <laughs>
1: but you okay. did, so thank you. Play I appreciate the that. play the call, Brian. Sorry I interrupted. Sorry, not sorry,
5: more like wow. Um, and uh, he uh, just flew away uh it's bittersweet i can't believe it i didn't even know he could fly yet so uh this is very exciting love you guys bye
2: the version of that i want is like oh wow and he's uh, flying away oh he's fucking my wife
3: oh come on <laughs> no. he's been in my house for weeks i did nothing but good for him driving my car around One time he's been fucking my wife
5: <laughs> honey how'd you even get up there
2: yeah anyway uh, a lot of a lot of bird related um, calls. Uh, last week we had, or maybe when when was the when did the hawk carry away the guineas? Maybe the guineas had Hicks. a
3: hawk call in.
2: Yeah, yeah, a hawk called in.
3: Wow. Yeah, um,
1: Hawk Harrelson, the legendary color man for the Chicago mm, White Sox.
3: I don't think I don't think we call them that
2: anymore. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sure. The pale hose. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a, our our uh, our our listeners are interacting with birds a lot, and I don't like it. You know, Jordan, me
1: I neither. Think, yeah, yuck. <laughs> I think it's probably not healthy for me to feel this way. Yeah. Um, and just like, just in general, for my emotional well being, it's probably for the best that I get it from something inside myself rather than external forces, you know, like, mm-hmm. or at the very sure. least, something like my relationship with my family members, like my wife and children or something. But I do get a little kick every time a listener says they love us. It's nice. I always want to say I love you too. I remember that I don't love them. Mm-hmm. I have a sort of a
2: warm regard, right? I mean, I I don't need it because I get it from my Amazon Alexa. <laughs> she will. What's
3: your trigger for that? What, what's the what's the command?
1: I think he says, "Alexa, play Huey Lewis in the news <laughs> sports." Sure, <laughs>
2: and then and says, then she
3: says, "I love you, Jordan."
2: Yeah. It's really nice. It's really nice. I'm sorry, Jordan.
1: I can't do that right now.
2: <laughs> I like Jordan, you. Jordan, what are you, you... seem cool. What
3: are you doing, Jordan?
1: <laughs>
3: Jordan? Stop Alexa, spreading peanut butter the on that lock. toilet paper, too. I can't do that, Jordan. No!
1: <laughs> okay, let's take our next call.
5: Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guests, and Sunny D. Um, this is Tim from Chicago. Just calling to, uh, tell you about a momentous, a momentous ouch occasion I had recently. Um, I was working on my drone, uh, getting it ready. Shocking. To get, get out in the park and do some practice tricks and stuff, stunts. Um but anyway, I had to replace one of the motors, and so I went to test it out, and uh, something happened, and all the throttles went, it went full throttle, and it flipped over, and it had props on it, and so it sort of took a little chunk off of my pinky, Ugh. a couple of cuts. I... I glued it all shut, Brian, you you pause
1: us? still mangled. It's just all going too fast for me. I need a second to <laughs> yeah. process. <you> know?
2: <laughs> yeah, was he going to start selling us micro-machines next? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, his press play. His drone
3: took a chunk off his pinky. Yeah. I heard that.
5: I, I glued it all shut, but it's kind of still mangled, but I think it's going to be okay. I love the show. Thanks.
2: I mean, again, another bird call. I mean, what is a drone but a bird that can film your neighbor showering?
3: <laughs> Any bird can film your neighbor showering. <laughs> you just a... have to train them and get
1: them a tiny camera. Oh, cute. <laughs> just
2: ask Except Mike for the Tyson. spying part.
1: <laughs> I I have a question. Yeah. If you're that fucked up, <laughs> right. I don't think it's safe to operate a telephone,
2: much less a drone. I mean, no, I mean, we, what do you, are you talking, do you, are you saying that the guy seemed like he was? He was impaired, or his hand. It's also possible he was a cartoon tortoise. <laughs> that's
4: that's mm.
1: true.
2: So I would say the top two possibilities are. No,
3: I don't know. I feel like if he was a cartoon tortoise, he would have talked a lot more about like the Dewey Decimal System <laughs> right. and organizing his uh, sure.
2: figurines. Right. Um, Not knowing how many licks it takes to get to mm-hmm. the center of a tootsie pop. Mm-hmm, sure.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Maybe ask Mister Owl. I don't know. Oh,
3: never ask an owl. He's just going to take your fucking lollipop. Yeah,
1: he sure is. That was my momentous occasion, by the way, for this week. Hmm. I yeah, asked so now owl how many licks it takes to never get to the do center. that, Jesse. No, yeah. Yeah. And the fucking thing ate my yeah. guinea pigs. Oh <laughs> wow! Yeah. Well, at least you got to have that tootsie pop. Wait, though. were the
3: guinea pigs in the middle of your lollipop?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, For you're safe. kind of weird yeah, too. That's, well, that's, <laughs> your, that's <laughs> your bad, honestly. Yeah, no, that's I don't know. Your bad. That, that feels a
3: little iffy. If you're yeah. out there
1: with your with your guinea pigs, loosey goosey.
3: Yeah, but if you seal them inside a they're lollipop, gonna... they're gonna die. They can't breathe in there. Is
1: they're a machine. I don't know. I think That
3: sounds like you're gonna eat. Them.
1: And this is I'm. I don't know if they can breathe. I think they probably could. Um, y- they have no, gills, Jesse, don't no, they? No, no, they don't. They live oh, on shit. land. I'm thinking of an axolotl. Oh yeah. no, those are the, so Jesse, cute. Don't put those pigs. in lollipops. Yeah, well, they can breathe in there because they got the gills.
2: <laughs> Your guinea pigs were dead by the time the owl ate them. Oh, <laughs> they were smothered by a candy coating. Yeah. Oh, gee, yeah, they're whiz.
1: dead. Yeah. Gee whiz, that's what I have to say about that. Gee whiz. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, well, I hope this won't keep anyone from listening to Bubble.
2: Yeah. It shouldn't. No. It's better than this. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: it's, it's the sort of like podcast that I think you could listen to in the daytime or the night.
2: Oh, you can listen to Bubble at night. Yeah. You sure can, baby. Mm-hmm. You can listen to Bubble. You could watch... The NBC Nightly News. What are your
3: evenings, Jordan?
2: Just watching Lester (laughs) Holt. Jesus, (laughs) knock it off around seven. Oh man, go get get out
3: there. Nah, what's out there? Alexa will
2: miss me. No,
3: go see some live music. You can bring Alexa with you. Oh no, you know what? No, I meant like a band, Mumford and Sons. That's like that's like like what like like like, crust with a bunch of cut up chicken and (laughs) peas and carrots inside of it, another crust on top.
2: What is that? Is this a samosa? What? <laughs> what are you thinking? No, of? I think no, it's like pie a... shaped,
3: and it's got that crust, and then you put in you got like creamy sauce and bits oh, of chicken. Oh, the Lumineers. And... Yes, the Lumineers. No, yeah, that's... that's a Mumford and Son. Oh,
2: okay, I'm that's, sorry.
3: Uh, L- Lumineers is like that's, that's a pizza.
1: You're that's thinking pizza. of <laughs> oh, that's a pizza. <laughs> you're thinking of Portugal, the chicken pot pie. Mm, sure. Uh,
2: hey, oh, okay. On the topic of bubble, yeah. I just want to say, yeah, I get. That sometimes, when people are talking podcasts with their friends, mm-hmm. if you you maybe you listen to this one, maybe you don't bring it up right away. Yeah, you know, you're talking. You want to play it cool. You're playing it cool, but also you wonder. This, you want this to be daddy's little secret. You yeah. You want. What's the entry point? This yeah. thing is yeah. so bogged down with <laughs> years of memes Back that don't story. make sense. Yeah. Bullshit.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It right. has no time. There's no Do you reason start
3: with to the listen comics? to it. Or the podcast, right? Exactly. Or the podcast about the podcast?
2: Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, lo- you know, By a lot of way, ins, a lot of outs. Asterisk. Editor's note: See issue two forty two. Mm-hmm. And then you you, you panic. <laughs> yeah, true, mm-hmm. yeah. True believers. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then you just panic and recommend Malcolm Gladwell. I get it. Yeah, I get it.
1: But Look, hey. I read the New Yorker too. I I get the appeal. Oh my god! <laughs> oh man, no. I get it. You can afford a oh.
2: magazine subscription. Congratulations! Yeah. Um, But Bubble, just because we're doing it, doesn't mean it's full of Jordan, Jesse, go inside, what have you's. No, no prior listening is necessary. Start mm-hmm. with episode one. It'll it'll make sense to everybody yeah. anyway. And tell your friends. And tell your friends. Tell them. Tell, tell
3: them. But you don't have to make it like a, you know it's a who- big deal. You could just be like, hey, no big whoop. Uh, hope you guys are enjoying the Slurpees. If you have some free time. Check out this podcast,
2: and you b- also you buy all your friends Slurpees before you recommend yeah. it, Definitely. and then just they're- ride away on a skateboard. Yeah, they're fine; they're not expensive. I have a question.
1: Yes, um, is it okay to recommend Bubble to your friends if you bought them an icy because they're better than Slurpees?
2: Mm. Mm. Well, we okay. Uh, my preference for me, mm-hmm. for me, for you, for m- for me, for whom? For me, for me, who mm-hmm. for? For me, mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. for me. Steve, right? I recommend. You buy them a slush puppy. Okay. Oh. Now, do I know where you can get those anymore? No. no. Maybe at a Bennigan's. I'm
3: going to say it's summer. It, it could be an otter pop. Just have some fun. Ooh, get a, yeah, an Set otter a pop. scene where everybody's having a good time. They're in a good mood. They're feeling good about themselves and their prospects for the future.
2: They're sucking down a little orphan orange. Yeah. That's an otter pop, by the way. <laughs> it sounds resist. like it's a great thing. It
3: really gross. doesn't. Yeah, yeah It's very gross. Yeah. Uh, and then once they're in that good headspace- Hey, how about you check out Bubble, wow.
1: Eliza? Can I suggest something here? Sure, yeah. Why don't you go to the ice cream man?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Order up a bomb pop. Mm-hmm. Why
3: does he have to be a man?
1: Okay, you go to a single mother. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. All right.
2: Uh, you get yourself a bomb pop. Uh huh. You give it to your friend. Moms it's funny that you have bomb pops. Yeah. That's true. It's funny that you chose to define that woman by motherhood. It's really interesting mm. that you didn't yep. talk about her job or or great. her name. Her name. She's got a name. Her name. It's Sandra.
3: <laughs> go to Sandra. Go
1: to Sandra. Get yourself a bomb pop. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Give it to your friend. Mm-hmm. Recommend Bubble to them. Mm-hmm. While you're at it, mention that Bubble
2: is the bomb, baby! <laughs> it works. It works. It's a real slush yeah. puppy. <laughs>
3: Do you guys have a theme song on Bubble?
2: Uh, there's some, like, incidental music. Oh, but none of those, like, there's When no you're with lyrics. your
3: friends <laughs> and you're walking around And know. you know something cool is about to go down Bubble family
2: <sighs> is it too late to insert <laughs> that into every episode it might be we're gonna need to get the editor on the phone now brian if we can clip that out put some effects behind cool. it and send it to the editor now i, think, I, our think-, I, think, yeah. I
1: think our i think our uh or, what's that called musician our orchestrator mm-hmm. uh annie hart of yes. the band au revoir simone and the vibrant solo career as annie hart mm-hmm I think she could lay a few of her signature synths behind. Sure.
3: Great. When yeah. When you're with your friends and, and you're walking, walking around, around and you're having some fun, something's gonna go, go down. down. Bubble.
2: Bubble. I like Family. that. I, I like that. That <laughs> kind of, kind of, it um, uses the perfect strangers, yeah, uh, theme song theory, and that the theme song should have nothing to do with what's what? going on.
3: That perfect strangers theme is all about what's going. Cool. Sometimes the world looks perfect; mm-hmm. nothing can be arranged. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just have a feeling like you need some kind of change. Those times were like you live in me posts. doesn't mention wherever Meepos. cousin Larry lives. <laughs> it um, doesn't no matter what Meepos. the odds are this time. Nothing's going to stand in our way. <laughs> Those odds of like being an immigrant in a new city, oh, being yeah. the bottom For wrong sure. at a newspaper. You know, nothing's going to stand in our way. Uh, some. Dream in your heart, like a long lost friend, the
1: whole world it's, is it's me maybe, post at uh, every end. Is like me that? post uh, is that where cousin uh, Larry is a, from, or is that possibly a web 1.0 currency website?
3: <laughs> it's actually both.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay,
3: yeah. Uh, is cousin
1: Larry from Flu's?
3: Uh, he's from Coinbase. Got it. Yeah.
2: I think you guys are, I think you're confusing Balky and cousin Larry. Oh, really? Mm. Balky's from Meepos. Yeah. Balky Bartokomus.
1: No, 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 no. Standing tall on the wings of my dreams. We do not have the money to license this
3: song. (laughs) Bubble show. It's cool. Don't you like it? I made changes. It was legally dissimilar. Legally dissimilar (laughs) enough.
2: Speaking
1: of which, I think people, listeners, will love Jonathan Colton's contributions to Bubble. Oh,
2: yeah. Spoiler alert. Jonathan Colton um, ha- makes some legally dissimilar song parodies yes. where we would be using licensed music. Mm.
1: God bless that Jonathan Colton, his mm. gorgeous beard. Just mm-hmm. a handsome man. Good looking dude. You gotta kind stop people
2: on beards. You Chill stop. vibes.
1: It some can't people don't just have be beards. About beards. How's your beard?
3: I don't have a beard, Jesse. I'm a woman. I can't grow. Okay. Well, I think there are things that are worthwhile about me still. Sure.
1: Sorry, guys. Beans for lunch. We'll be oh, boy. Uh, on Jordan oh, Jessico. That's, that's your band, right? Yeah. That's
3: doing that, that album of uh, of clean <laughs> <laughs> covers of very dirty songs? Sure.
1: Yes. Oh, God. Beans for lunch. <laughs> we'll be back in just a... Sorry, guys. flues <sighs> for lunch. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessico. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy, detective.
3: Eliza Skinner, sweet little creature of the dark.
1: Our apologies for the preceding program. Um, But, you know, I think we sort of one of those does what it says on the container situation. Well, your fault for listening, asshole. (laughs) 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 Eliza Skinner, uh, are you touring this great nation performing stand-up comedy at all? A little
3: bit. I just finished a real Tory tour. But, um, yeah, uh, I guess this is coming out next week. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be at the <laughs> I'll be at the Denver Comic Con next week. Hell hey. yeah! Yeah,
1: I think we got some Denver listeners. Hey, to the Denver.
3: come on by. I'm doing a show, and then I'm moderating a bunch of Q and A's and panels and stuff. And you
1: should stop by Sweet Action Ice Cream, the official ice cream store of Jordan Jesse Guff. Okay. Yeah, they'll probably give you some free ice cream if you tell them you were just on Jordan Jesse Go.
3: Sick! That's what I work for. I know. <laughs> All right.
1: Yeah. Um, Take, a free... Free... Take a lift over there. It'll cost you $25.
3: Tight. Free ice cream, Worth though. it. Worth it. I'll pay for rides. I won't pay for ice cream. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and My rides.
2: My ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My oh. pussy and my cracker.
3: <laughs> Wait. That's not the part that you're supposed to. Oh,
2: I guess I just don't like find any part of a woman's body dirty. I just think there are really wow. Thank you to me, to me. I don't. I me whom. Anyway,
3: (laughs) um, yeah. So that and I'm doing some other. Stuff. I'm still laying down. Um, And I got my podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Cool playlist, which you can find where you find podcasts uh, where me and a guest create a playlist for a specific life event, moment, or occasion.
2: You've had some uh, pretty rad guests on recently.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, The last one was Cameron Esposito. Um, uh, Heard of her. Yep. Had her. Did one with. Uh, for waking up and getting out of bed with Bobby Moynihan, we did a playlist for This Steamship is Taking Me to an Exciting New Future with Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> um, yeah, all kinds of folks in there. Awesome. Check it
5: out.
1: You know, I think I think I could see Paul F. Tompkins squandering his show business millions on a steamship. He might. Right? He might. Why not, right? Yeah. He could He could bring it off, too. Uh,
3: why? Why squandering it? Why not gambling it? Yeah, investing it.
2: Yeah, you, you could make that a live work thing though. Roll them it could bones. Be like a, you know, yeah, you would save like, on rent. You could live on the steamship. Yeah,
3: ship. if people will go to uh, go on fan cruises, why not a fan steamship?
2: Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think so. Plus, you got a, you got one of the famous trunks. Mm-hmm. You need somewhere to
2: keep it.
3: Yeah. 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 Maybe maybe two of them. Oh, I
2: think it's a good time to announce I'm having a fan inner tube. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, it's me and a fan in an inner tube. Wait, Maybe an can...
3: electric fan? Like uh, an oscillating <laughs> fan? Yeah, that's how I'm killing
2: myself. <laughs> I'm going to take an electric fan in an inner tube. Watch your I'm going to crack buddy. a brew and then I'm going <laughs> to fall over the side. Uh, and yeah, and I think it'll, it'll be great. Uh, man, that's, that's the last great trip, man. <laughs> oh, you said it, baby. It's true. Can't wait to die.
3: <laughs> <laughs> don't worry you will <laughs> cool oh really <laughs> yep for sure nice. we all definitely will nice, die.
1: nice. Wow, we better listen to Bubble first, huh? Yeah, that's that, what I'm saying. ASAP.
3: Yeah, don't squander your time by not listening to great content because you're what, gonna
1: it, die. That's what in the marketing business we call a ticking clock. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah, sure. save, exactly. Save the cat, everybody. Listen to Bubble. <laughs> <laughs> <Your> <laughs> general screenwriting tips is Brian Sunny D Fernandez. If you hear an off microphone voice, that's his. That's his uh, terrifying laugh piercing the window of the recording studio for Eliza Skinner, who is on Twitter, at Eliza Skinner, Mm -hmm. uh, and is a joy on Twitter. Mm -hmm. A delight. (laughs) She's been sharing positive messages lately. Mm
3: -hmm. I always share positive messages. I usually do. I try to make it a fun place. Yeah. It's Work
1: a fun play Twitter a fun place for dads. <laughs> <Sure>.
3: <laughs> yeah, Just, it's like uh, the benches outside of a uh, of Elaine Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is
2: Twitter? But <laughs> an electronic space simulating <laughs> the benches outside of Elaine Bryant.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is all part of Eliza Skinner's four home run game. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the benches outside of a an Elaine Bryant. Elaine Bryant, give me a break. I can't even say the word Lane. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um. You can find us on Twitter at Jesse Thorne, at Jordan underscore Morris. And for real, this is the week that Bubble premieres. Get in there, getting your Apple Podcasts, getting your Overcast, getting your Downcast, getting your Pocket Casts. Yeah, download Bubble right now. The first episode is available June thirteenth, so probably already available while you listen to this. And remember what we have told you, because this is serious. Mm-hmm. This is not just. We've done a lot of joking around on this week's show.
3: Yeah, this part's not a joke. <laughs>
1: this is deadly serious. Yeah. If you do not download Bubble, you're gonna die. You are dead to us. Oh, uh, uh, sure, yeah. We will ice you out. Yeah. Yeah. And
3: you have to find a new place to sit at the cafeteria. Mm hmm. But... You're, uh, you're gonna have to find your own ride to school.
2: Yep. I um, will not invite you in my death tube. Yeah,
1: you're going to have to find a new place to sit at the Lane
2: Bryant. Mm-hmm. Mm,
1: yeah, benches off limits. Sitting
2: on that bench, you're going to have yeah. to go meander outside the Orange Julius. Ugh, you're going to need a time machine for that. Yeah, I think there's still one in Culver City. I think okay, at that Westfield well, fine. in Culver City. <gasps> really, I might go. Yeah, well, I you know I had an Orange Julius recently. Didn't didn't hold up. I wish I had kept it in my childhood. Anyway, yeah. Maybe they changed the recipe. I don't know. I work at Hot Dog on a Stick. Ooh.
3: <laughs> anyway, if you like getting transported away to a uh, a world in which things are funny, yet edgy, and full of all your favorite comedians and performers, uh, listen to Bubble. That's true.
1: Yeah. Great We'll catch. talk to you next time on Jordan, Jessica.
5: Bye. Maximumfun.org.
2: Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
5: Listener supported.